Welcome to Comic to Comics, your one-stop listen to all things comics. We're talking comic book, movies, TV, video games, and more. I am your host, Michael, with my two other co-hosts, Richard and Jeremy. This is a spoiler cast, so if you don't mind, if you don't want to be spoiled... Mm. Oh. So if you don't want to be spoiled, then uh, stop listening now. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about the Eternals trailer, the brand new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer, or No Way Home trailer, and What If Episode 2. Electric Boogaloo. Electric, Electric Boogaloo. What? <laughs> Electric Boogaloo. Uh, okay. All right. So the final Eternals trailer came out. What? I think we got more from this one than we have any of the other ones, and it actually looks like a good movie now. What do y'all think? <laughs> uh, I think that I have no idea who the Eternals are. Most people yeah. don't. Yeah, well, Jeremy, kind of what I figured. You would be in the same boat with like ninety percent of the population. Yeah, that's kind of kind of what I figured. So, I I don't know. Really, I honestly don't know much about the Eternals. I really don't. Same. Only thing I could get the gist of from that uh, that trailer is they they're eternal. Well, so I got that part because <laughs> <laughs> they've been there since like the beginning. But uh, they're there to help keep things under control throughout time. So it almost makes me wonder about tying all this in with the timeline stuff, like the TVA and Loki, the Watcher on What If Now, and then, like, from what I got as far as the Eternals, I mean, again, they're not... It's like they're not supposed to intervene unless they just absolutely have to. And it still seems like they're they're playing they're getting more and more into that whole dealing with with time. I, I could be going off on the wrong track of that, but that was my my thought process. Um all right, so what I gather is that you have the Celestials, you have the Eternals, and you have the Deviants. And Richard, since I think you know more than either one of us, correct me if I'm wrong, the Celestials created both, the Eternals and the Deviants. All right? And they created the Eternals to basically fight off the Deviants because they turned. Correct. Supposedly the deviants are like corrupted eternals is what I gather. Also, ironically, the eternals aren't exactly eternal. Like they can be killed, but they come. But do they age? No, they don't age. Like that's the part that makes them quote unquote eternal. Um, But they've in some stories they come back as they're, they're almost like pod people. They'll die. And then they like come back and get like reincarnated or something. And then they have like, eventually they gain their memories back. Um, the Neil Gaiman, I think story that I think we're, we're going to try and read and talk about before Eternals comes out, or at least around the time, uh, I think talks deals with, with stuff like that. Um, so from my understanding, the celestials in a way, go around and have sex with planets. Kind of like an ego thing. Um, <laughs> so they've got these pods that they've left basically baking. The the, the planet's like a like a, an oven. Just spraying st- their, their space jizz <laughs> all over the universe. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fish or chickens. Um, so <laughs> what? <laughs> have you never seen that in school? I know fish. No. I didn't know. I didn't know chickens did that. That's disturbing. <laughs> Do they not? Is I don't that not know how that works. You're. I. I don't I know. Mean, a chicken lays an egg, and okay, whatever. Um. So, the emergence is coming, and that's what that's referencing is that a um an eternal or a celestial seed is about to emerge from the earth and basically like destroy it. So. Yeah, celestials being born, uh, and it's going to be born on 
like out of Earth or on Earth or something, which will destroy everything. Yes. On Earth. Yeah. And I think that's what Neil Gaiman's book actually did. I think that was what it was basically about was because they, I think later on in the series, there's, they actually name a celestial that's coming out from the earth Mm -hmm. um, with an emergence. Yeah. All the different celestials have names as well. Um, Good God. I can't name any off the top of my head, but yeah, I, yeah, no, I know that we've seen them like the one that had the power stone that they featured in guardians of the galaxy. That was a celestial. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't the head uh like the the place nowhere? Was that not the head of a celestial? Correct. That they were living in. I think yeah. in this trailer we see the celestial because this movie is going to be taking place like I, I'm not I'm about ninety percent sure from both like all the trailers that we've gotten and this recent one that this movie is taking place like like the dawn of mankind to like current MCU timeline. And there's a green celestial. Uh, I can't claim I, I discovered this. I was watching Nerdist and Dan Casey was talking about it, but his head looks almost identical to the head that is in nowhere uh, in the guardians. So I think we're going to see, him you know whatever i don't know what exactly happens maybe a deviant does it and cuts his head off or there's a fight between celestials and cuts his head off and that will be the head that becomes nowhere huh that's interesting that's a lot to pack into a movie i would think yeah. that's just... because i know that you're correct and that it comes to present time because dane whitman in the movie who is played by kit harrington um, Date Wimmick's character is also the Black Knight. He makes a reference and asks Cersei, I believe, if uh, why they didn't help with against Thanos and, and the snap and all that jazz. And they reference the snap and they reference everybody coming back. And that's what is bringing on the emergence is all the energy from all the people that are coming back. So, like I said, this uh, this trailer, I think, was uh, it made me excited for it. It made me excited for the movie. Um, I got a lot more information than I think I've ever had in any other trailers. And we only got one other one, or we, there's just the. I want to say there's three. I think there was the teaser, because you know trailers now have trailers for trailers. Like there's, yeah, there's a teaser, <laughs> yeah, and then there's a trailer, and then there'll be like the final trailer, which comes out like really close to when the movie's released, and then they have like TV spots, which are usually released when the movie is already out. I, I'm way more excited on this than I am Shang-Chi. Like I just, I, I care less about Shang-Chi right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I am excited about this yeah. and, and Chung, Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi, uh, however you say it. Um, yeah. I don't know about it anyway. Uh, but what will, what we kind of glossed over a little bit is in the comics. And this is the only thing I really know most about the Eternals is Thanos is a deviant. He's like half deviant. Um, his father or something was one. So I think we're going to get a little bit of like Thanos's backstory in this as well. Um, maybe, maybe won't, maybe we will. Um, but yeah, it seems like the celestials created them to like usher in maybe mankind. Uh, Cause all the different eternals, like, so supposedly some of them help humanity, you know, one of them I think helps like humanity build like armaments, like weapons and stuff and advance the technology throughout life. Um, But the Celestials told them they're not really like allowed to interfere with like the, the main sort of event. Like in other words, like if, you can help them, but like if wars or main decisions of like ending kingdoms or beginning them can't be made or done by y'all. Um, which also in that trailer, we see one of them has like a cult or something. He has some kind of like Jonestown looking <laughs> a thing going on there. From what I've understood, he's got a power of like, so you, you can see kind of in the trailer, they all have certain powers and stuff like that. One motherfucker looks like he is Superman. Like, straight up, looks like Superman. 
I'm talking laser eyes, can fly, looks like he might have super strength or some bullshit like that. Like, I was like, hot damn. Played by uh, <laughs> the guy from Game of Thrones Rob as Stark. well. Yeah, Rob Stark. I can't think of his name, but yeah, that's Icarus. But that guy in the town, from what I, from my understanding, he uh, is able to mind control, I think? Yes. So, I think that's what that's going to reference to. It's just... He's basically got them. Yeah, they've all drank the Kool-Aid. So. Yep, but uh, I don't have a lot to say about it other than it's a movie. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm interested <laughs> to see where... I think once we get some of these movies out of the way, introducing some of our new characters, you know, the next phase of Marvel's movies are going to make... You know, we're going to be hyped more if that makes any sense, because these are just new characters that I mean, even myself, I mean, like don't know a lot about. And I've always wanted to see more of Marvel's cosmology on the uh, on the big screen. And so I'm excited because there's a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Having sex with planets. Yeah. (laughs) That'd be a little awkward. I I hate that. I feel like because of Endgame, you know, with you making that comment a second ago. I hate to feel like because of Endgame and Infinity War, we're all just focused and looking for that next big thing. And I think it's just a normal reaction. And I hate to feel like we're going to gloss over some of these movies because we're too focused on the Endgame. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I myself am guilty of it. Like, I'm wanting to know who the next big bad is, like where we're where we're headed but i do i mean i don't know i feel like i i want to know where we're headed uh and yeah that does not let me enjoy necessarily the 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 vent like i'm i'm looking for the end but not really enjoying the journey as we get there but uh i don't know to me i feel a little bit like marvel's a little like rudderless right now and i don't know if it's due to what happened like with the pandemic and like scheduling was all thrown off. But I really want to know like what exactly is, is where we're headed. What's going on? Yeah. Well, I'll say is like for the people that analyze movies is more. Yeah. I could, I could definitely see it just looks kind of more sporadic and um, just things released here or there without any kind of, like concept or whatever you want to call it. But for me, I'm just watching this stuff. Like I don't, I, I don't really like sit there and really, really try and figure out, okay, where, where are they going? Like, how are they going to meet up and how's this all going to intertwine? Like that's, that's what I come to y'all for. So, <laughs> but, uh, um, as just somebody to, to enjoy the movie, like that's again, that's just kind of how I do things. Like I don't, I don't necessarily. I mean, to some degree, I do just because I mean it's fun to try and think about it. But yeah, it's just it's really leaving it up to to me. It's it's the learning about these new characters and uh, with anything with any kind of book or movie or anything like whenever you're first introducing the stuff is where you kind of. Um, it's one of those where you have to go back and read because then you're like, oh, so that's where that ends up tying in whenever you see it later on down the road. So you're like, oh, crap, I got to I gotta go back and actually appreciate what I was watching and, and actually really pay attention. But it, it they're always in any kind of thing. It's, it's, it's kind of hard to set it up sometimes. So. You bring up a good point, Jeremy. I was thinking the other day, um, just this this will be a quick note uh like how a lot of people didn't like or appreciate the um second avengers movie with uh ultron but i was like you know in the grand scheme of things it felt like like a normal comic book like it felt like one of those event runs that you didn't really care about but because of the uh, stuff that happened in the event uh it led to maybe other great stories um so yeah no i i get your well, I mean, that's kind of how you set, I mean, a b- big part of how you set up Civil War was because of Age of Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, that was one of the leading things was the whole Sokovia come crashing down, basically. Right. Big part of how you set up Wanda. Yeah, that too. Yeah. 
And she's definitely a major character now. I think the timing, I hate to say it this way, um, the pandemic hitting at a point where Marvel is basically reloading, rebuilding, uh, I think that I think that combination is what has really made fans like us very anxious and wanting to know the big bad. And and I honestly think we're going to get more than one big bad. I honestly think we're going to have, just because of the heroes that we're getting, I think we're going to have a, a a string of stories out in the stars. I think we're going to have a string of stories down on earth. And I think we're going to have a string of stories in the multiverse. And I think that's what we're going to get. It's not necessarily that we're going to get this one big in game thing. Uh, may more than likely eventually we will, but that we're actually going to have like three different stories going on all at one time. That's going to kind of stretch everybody thin, I think. So that's just my opinion. That'd be cool. It, yeah, I think it'd be really cool, but then it'd be at the same time, kind of like what you were talking about is trying to figure out like what the, who the big bad is. You're going to have those people who are trying to do it and they may not, they may not ever intertwine. They may not come together. And Mephisto. Oh my, oh my gosh. Uh, when we get into the, um, when we get into the Spider-Man trailer, there's already, there's already Mephisto people again. Remind me of which one Mephisto He's is. the devil. Yeah. He's like, Mar- he's not the Oh, that's he's right. not the devil. He's yeah. like Marvel's devil. Uh, he's the guy who gives Ghost Rider his powers. Yeah. Uh, he's always portrayed in. He's the devil. Yeah, he's always portrayed in the comic as like <laughs> your stereotypical like red horned man cape, very Shakespearean like jackass. <laughs> All right, let's swing on into Spider Man then. I say we just skip over that. No. that's all we really have to do just swing right past it just just swing on by (laughs) (laughs) throw a throw a goblin pumpkin while we're at it a pumpkin bomb Um, a pumpkin bomb yeah looks like we may be getting William Defoe back yeah uh, yeah we're so we're we're definitely all right we're just jumping into this I'm hyped Uh, as a as a as a spider-man fan i am fucking hyped um because um i think we're probably gonna get some sort of sinister six spider-man ver or spider-verse uh we it is clearly basing itself off of which this may trigger a lot of spider-man friends the one more day storyline where uh, prior to the Civil War comic book, Peter revealed his identity to the world, which has happened in many occasions, not necessarily to the world, but his identity would get revealed. And then, you know, some hand wavy excuse would happen to put the genie back in the bottle, per se. But uh, this time, you know, the whole world knew because of that, some uh, villains, you know, attacked Aunt May. Uh, I think they shot her with like a sniper bullet. She was like dying or in a coma. And uh, Peter was desperate to, you know, do something, went to Dr. Strange. Dr. Strange said no. And then Mephisto appeared and was like, <laughs> you know, like, I will grant you this wish, but I'll take your marriage instead. And anyway, uh, they decided to do it. And, you know, his identity was fixed and Aunt May, you know, whatever. Uh, I think ended up dying anyway. Um yeah, it seems like they're doing that. And to get into that, uh, people have talked about how uh, strange. I don't, I don't agree with this, but uh, some fans have been making comments how strange is acting, you know, for the lack of uh, no pun intended, but acting strange. Uh, that he could be Mephisto in disguise. Uh, so I guess for some people, Mephisto Watch is back on. Um, I doubt that's the case, though. Hey. 
when hell freezes over, it was snowing in the in the Sanctum Sanctorum. So, well, yeah, that's what that's what people were saying was like, <laughs> oh, there's snow, so it's like hell, you know, like Dante's Inferno where Satan is or whatever. There's like it's ice, it's not fire. What anyway? No, uh, it's funny because apparently since like Infinity War Endgame, uh, Strange has apparently just not fixed the hole in his roof because also from what I gather, this movie is taking place through like the like holiday season. So it looks like it it's Halloween and then maybe Thanksgiving and then Christmas time. Uh, so I'm assuming it's just snowing and there's a giant freaking hole in the Sanctum Sanctorum. The man can cast a spell to erase everybody's memory of Spider-Man's identity, but can't, for whatever reason, fix a hole in the ceiling. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so... He fixed the stairs. Yeah, he did fix the stairs, but he didn't fix the hole in the ceiling. Also, if you pause that trailer, someone's shoveling snow. I don't... It's not Wong. It looks like some random kid, which... Oh. I don't know who it is, but I, I hope it's just some random kid. Like where <laughs> Dr. Strange just like gave him a 20. and was like, can you, sh can you shovel snow? <laughs> uh, anywho. Yeah. So the story, it seems like he's trying to erase and then, but doesn't want his like loved ones to forget. So, um, screws up the spell and the multiverse breaks, uh, a lot of people are theorizing, myself included, that maybe the stuff that happened in WandaVision plus the stuff that happened in Loki and then this all sort of line up as far as the timeline goes. And that's what like breaks and causes like a multiverse. I honestly think that we're rushing the end results of Loki, WandaVision and what Spider-Man No Way Home are going to be. Oh, yeah. I honestly don't know how much they all connect, really. I would think, obviously, WandaVision, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange, only because we know Wanda is going to end up in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. So I, I I could see more of those three lining up. And, and, of course, you know, all the talks with the possibility of Tommy and Billy being in another dimension and them using the the multiverse being fractured to possibly get them I, I i see that i see it I, I can't deny that it's just i wonder if we're trying i wonder if we're trying to rush it like i i i don't, I don't know for whatever reason i get this fun this weird feeling that we're that we're trying to rush what the actual story is going to be and we're trying to connect too many things at one time and i don't think foggy has it that way i just i don't know something in my guts don't okay it's a good thing about being in my position where you don't care about it all connected. <laughs> I got books to sell, Jeremy. That's, that's the whole fun, though, where it connects. I mean, that's I what sets it apart from most, like, comic book, where it's like, no, it's its own universe. Uh, but, yeah, so. That's what gives us our show, you asshole. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. Um, yeah, so we see, uh, you know, at the beginning I skipped over a little bit, but, uh, there's a shot of a guy slamming some papers down and he's got, um, you know, rolled up sleeves and stuff. It could be possibly the rumored, uh, Matt Murdock. We may finally get Charlie, uh, yeah. Cox's Matt Murdock in the MCU, which I am there for. I'm here. Bring him in. He was the best thing out of the Netflix series. Uh, <laughs> do it. Then we get what looks like strange and Spider-Man, like having a fight of some sort. Um, you know, we see them like he's on a train and he's like creating like multiple like copies of the train as it's going over. Uh, oh, yeah. So yeah. it looks like they're going to fight for whatever reason. Also Spidey's carrying some kind of, cube it looks like like it looks like the companion cube uh with like the sanctum sanctorum like logo on it it looks like a mother box with the ayalagamato symbol on it, it to me it looks like, like the sanctum symbol the sanctum sanctorum <laughs> but it's it's a weird yeah. cube i don't know what that's about yeah yeah i i tried looking and i i can't find anything for that cube i have no idea what the hell yeah, that is I, i'm assuming it's some kind of you know whatever multiversal magical box MacGuffin thing 
Um, oh, whenever you were talking about the the trains thing, like I didn't know if maybe that was just them. Like whenever he, maybe not necessarily him fighting Doctor Strange, but like whenever it was them messing with all the time and stuff. Like yeah, I think they said in their something about like while they like while they're showing that scene that something about them throwing the the multiverse off or something like that. So I was wondering if that was more of it. It just like, because they did all that, it just threw some things into whack. Yeah. I mean, it, it could be, uh, it very well could be. Uh, I just, when we see, you know, that plus like he knocks like Pete's astral form out of his body, it feels like there's some kind of like Pete's trying to do something that strange isn't liking like not necessarily like fighting because you know whatever i think pete's trying to like do something and strange is like no you're a kid you don't like i'm literally the sorcerer supreme you're like a 15 year old kid like stop it like that kind of fighting but because Petey uh has he's he sends uh peter into inception yeah basically. yeah yeah it's very much <laughs> like the first um doctor strange movie which felt very inception like but yeah, because Peter is, you know, a 15-year-old kid that can literally pick up like a fire engine, you know, he has to he has to do something to uh to stop him. Um and uh yeah, then we get just a lot of action. There's some kind of dark uh figure that looks like they it, it attacks Peter but is shielded by uh, strange. Uh, it's a blanket if you'll and you'll miss it. Sort of uh, clip in the trailer. Don't know who it is. Uh, I'm theorizing uh, either the lizard or possibly Venom because I know Sony wants to uh, uh, somehow incorporate Tom Holland into the Venom verse. And you know what better way? But uh, moving along, we finally get to a cool shot of. Peter's on a bridge of some sort. We see a pumpkin bomb from the Raimi universe. And we hear Defoe, William Defoe's Green Goblins laugh. And then finally we see Alfred Mullaney as Doc Ock from Spider-Man 2, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. And he says, hello, Peter. And I, I like was hyped. Like my height was through the roof um, just because I think that's cool. We're finally seeing like some kind of spider verse uh, crossover in a live action. Um, I don't rumors have it that Toby and Andrew Garfield uh, will appear in this movie. Um, don't know for sure, but I'm here for that. That would be freaking awesome. I've heard that if if they are in the movie, we'll see them on the final trailer. Um, and this is just a teaser. It's a really long-ass teaser, too, by yeah. the way. It's like three um, minutes. Yeah, it is a long teaser. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Going back to the trains and the, the wonky-looking cities and sideways shit, I, I didn't take it as they were fighting each other. I took it as, for some reason, they were in the Mirrorverse. Uh you know, where he, he throws up the mirror world or the mirror vert, you know, the mirror, whatever it's called. Yeah, you're right. It's the um, mirror and basically universe. you can fuck with whatever and it's not going to destroy anything in the actual world. Um, that's what I took. I took all those scenes where it was wonkiness because like you said in the first one, that's what that's where they were when they were fighting any other fight scenes. And it was all that Jack Kirby, great wonky shit's going crazy kind of buildings and stuff and shit was spinning in the air yeah. and yeah um it's Hogwarts. that's what i took it as for, for whatever reason uh strange had to throw up the mirror verse and they were in that so uh uh the other rumor is that this teaser is just showing what's happening in like the f first act so that's going to be a pretty action-packed first act. I could see that, um, especially because I feel like we're going to start the movie off with them swinging through New York after he heard uh, J. Jonah Jameson's yeah. 
uh, televised outing. And that's where we're going to get our subway scene where he's out in front of the subway stairs. I think that's where we're going to get that. I think that's where we're going to get the bridge scene when him and MJ at the very top of the bridge. Um, a lot of the scenes, you could look at the clothes and tell where they synced up because MJ in the very first is wearing like a flannel with a white tee as she's walking into the, uh, the court, the, the, the courthouse, uh, her and Peter are wearing the same clothes they were on that first scene as well. So, uh, and then, you know, Spider-Man's outfit was the same as it was at the ending of far from home. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I could I could get down with that. That the a lot of this is gonna be the first like the first third of the movie. I could get yeah, I can see that. Yeah, totally. uh I think they are doing like th- how uh homecoming uh ended and then far from home began they're doing the same thing. You know how like I, I wanna say uh Far From Home started like literally right where homecoming ended. You know, with her finding out he's Spider-Man, uh, Aunt May. But, uh, the, um, cause you know, she's like, what the fuck? And then it just cuts to credits and then, um, Far From Home starts with her like, what, what? (laughs) So yeah, I think you're right there where it's going to be like Spider-Man going, what the, and it cuts to credits too as well. And, um, yeah, it looks like he gets down and then is like mobbed by people and then tries to flee. I guess helicopters and police and stuff are trying to get him. Um, and then, yeah, then it shows uh, which oh uh, uh, is damage control. Uh, that's who that guy. If you pause it and look at his little like jacket, it has a emblem on it or yeah. an acronym. It's damage control that's interrogating him. So it's not like the FBI or anything. Um, And then I think, I mean, if we're speculating, I think that's when Matt Murdock comes in and like somehow gets him out. And then now Peter has to, I don't know, Matt Murdock does his thing or something happens. And then Peter has to return to school because we see a shot of him returning to school and like everybody is like taking pictures and stuff. And there's this awkward moment where, you know, he's having to like do all like try to live a normal life, but can't because now everyone knows that he's Spider-Man. Um, but yeah, I'm hyped. It looks cool <laughs> to be a Spider-Man fan. It looks really cool. I'll say this much. Uh, Doc Ock looks good for a dead man. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> looked you, better at the end of that movie than he you, did yeah. <laughs> the entire time in Spider-Man. They, they de-aged him. <laughs> in this but also yeah that's the other thing so if we are i mean clearly we are because it's confirmed like in this trailer like there's a pumpkin bomb so if we are gonna get defoe like spot raimi's green goblin and raimi's doc ock they both died at the end of those movies like defoe got impaled like in the comics by his own glider but I mean, the Goblin formula does give you, like, some kind of regenerative ability, and in the comics, he got impaled and came back anyway. But I'm just curious to know, and then, like, Doc Ock in that one, like, drowned at the bottom of, like, the harbor in New York or something while, like, you know, the sun was, like, sucking him in. All the reports that I've seen and heard of say that, and I think he's even, uh, what's his name? That Alfred plays Molina. Yes. I think he's even sat there and said that the way they're doing it is his scene comes like picks up right where he went into the water. So like he didn't die basically something pulls him out, something, the space time continuum, whatever the (laughs) timey wimey shit opens up and sucks him in. I don't know. Um, and so now he pops up. Yeah. Something you're not supposed to die here. Yeah. (laughs) What are you doing? Um, I'm a little disappointed if we are getting like a Sinister Six or something. I'm a little disappointed because I wanted to see the MCU version because we got the Vulture in Spider-Man Homecoming and then they teased Mac Gargan, Scorpion. And then in the second one, Far From Home, we get Mysterio, uh, Dimitri, however you say his last name, the chameleons in it, even though he never 
there's there's a literally you have to pay attention like blink it and you'll miss it but when peter's on the bus well they name him they call him dimitri but like when he's wearing edith glasses and he's trying to delete that photo uh from i forget his todd or i forget his name uh that photo off his phone peter looks at dimitri and there's like like a you know normally it tells you like the background of the person his is like it says like redacted or something like uh, i forget what it is but it says his name and it's it's the chameleon's name plus the bus driver on the bridge it looks completely different than dimitri but the voice is exactly like dimitri so i don't know if something got like left on the editing floor but that clearly was chameleon um so we had four of the Sinister Six, and I would assume that this movie was going to add two more, but now it seems to be doing some kind of Spider-Verse thing, and maybe it's not even Sinister Six. Maybe it's just two or three villains, um, but you know, rumor is that it's uh, confirmed right now from this trailer is it's Goblin and Doc Ock from the Raimi universe, but rumor has it that electro which we see lightning and stuff in the trailer that electro from the andrew garfield films are going to be in this and like i said there's that other shadowy like clawed figure that attacks spider-man that i don't know if that's venom or the lizard but that's also from garfield's i say bring toby Maguire and venom back like from the third movie is that what you're saying <laughs> yes Oh, Jeremy. Mopey, emo, Toby. Oh, Jeremy. You should just go on, you should just go on Reddit's uh, Raimi memes and just, you should just live there. <laughs> Don't forget, we also got the shocker in the. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We got two shockers because one died and then they. We did. We did. And, the, and the, the tinkerer, but he's not like part of the Sinister Six. I want to see the, like, you know, Kevin Feige, Sinister Six, then like pulling from the Raimi universe. I like the Raimi universe for what it was back in the day. Um, but like I kind of like some of the newer, like how they do the newer villains for the MCU, uh, especially like like Tombs. Like I, I I could care less normally about Tombs, but I really thought he was a cool villain in uh Homecoming. Um and yeah, Mysterio, like, I love the kind of meta, like, he's wearing a moat, like, with that modern day mocap suit. And, and, like, he doesn't even have, like, a super villain suit. It's just a mocap suit that they'd, like, just use holograms to put it on there. I mean, he did have, like, a quote unquote, like, real one, but he most of the time just wore that other one. Uh, I thought that was really cool. I, yeah. I like how they, they, I don't know, modernized some of uh, Spider Man's rogues gallery. I kind of worry about it because uh, I'm not a Spider-Man fan at all. And Tom Holland, to me, has been the best out of all three of them. And and I liked all, I honestly liked all five of them in the movies. Venom was disappointing, apparently, uh, in Spider-Man 3. But, you know, it is what it is. At that time, it was the only Venom I ever had. Um, But I kind of worry, does this mean that we're getting ready to lose Tom Holland as Peter Parker? And they wanted to go ahead and get a Sinister Six movie out because everybody's been talking about it. And, and, and three times now they've tried to do the shit and it's not happened yet. Yeah. So is it like a eighth time's yeah. a charm? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. I hope not, man. I really dig Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man more yeah. than any of the others. So like Toby, Toby got Peter Parker right like the nebbish nerd type. I mean, he's a little bit like kind of emotionally manipulative to MJ in those movies. Um, but, uh, and then Andrew Garfield did not get Peter Parker, right. But he got the Spider-Man part, right. Like the quipping motor mouth, um, part, right. But Tom has gotten both, down really really well and i like that um so i really i mean as a spider-man fan and how i hate sony and a lot of their movies 
just because they're, I mean, go, people probably know this already, but go back and read the leaks that like came out with Pascal about how they were just trying to do whatever with Spider-Man with like trying to put in tough mutters and people were into Snapchat or something at the time. And they were like, we're going to have him do a Snapchat and put, do a tough mutter as Spider-Man and put it on there. No big deal or whatever. And like, it's funny because he, you know, he has spider powers. Anyway, it's, it's cringy and terrible. <laughs> um, I just want Disney Marvel to just be like, go to the head of Sony. They'll no, they'll never do it. Not Disney, but like Sony won't ever give up that cash cow. But I just want them to be like, how many zeros? Tell me how many zeros <laughs> I will write you the check and you can just fuck off. <laughs> like, because I, I, I just I I just don't like I want them to not have control of like my favorite superhero anymore just because they do such terrible jobs but um uh anywho that's a whole nother podcast that I could go into <laughs> all right we good have we have we vented all of our our frustrations transgressions and excitement yes I'm hyped with 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 Spider-Man Richard hyped Jeremy's meh I'll see it when it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I'll subscribe. <laughs> All right. Let's uh let's flip on over to uh what if then episode two. I know, right? Um what is it? It's called What If T'Challa was Star Lord? Is that what it's called? What is it called? Yeah, it's what if what if T'Challa was Star Lord? What if Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> he just sounded like, oh, what if, what if he just, oh, he <laughs> like already like set the tone of like, I haven't even asked yeah. you about this the, the episode yet, but basically went ahead and set the tone of like, I'm not excited about no, this one. No, I am <laughs> the exact opposite. Um, I mean, do you want to get in? Do you want me to get into what I think? I guess I'll, I'll just go. Sure, uh, sure. Right. I, everything I complained about the last episode, I felt like they fixed in this episode. It was still a little short, and that first little bit of like T'Challa getting like abducted by Yondu was a little rushed. You know what I mean? Like Yondu threatened to eat Peter. Apparently, that we learned. And like, <laughs> yeah. for whatever reason, when he abducts T'Challa is just like, Hey kid, want to see the universe and just is okay with it. But I get it. They're like, whatever, you know, we only have 30 something minutes to tell this story. We got to get past that part. Um, and the other complaint I had with the first one was it felt like basically the same, like, uh, Captain America, the first Avengers just, swap Peggy and, and Steve this one deviated yeah. completely from uh Guardians of the Galaxy volume one and I loved it uh I also apparently learning that I guess Peter Quill's just a shit person like if we if we did just gotten to Chala like I guess most of the universe would be okay I mean I know they put that thing at the end with ego but like I mean, for Christ's sakes, he got Thanos on his team. Like, can we talk about that for a second? Like, well, that that's that's one of my complaints about the about that episode is that like, you mean tell me all he did was go in there and sweet talk his Wakandan accent going, and then just <laughs> Thanos is like, oh okay, yeah, no, no, we're we're good. That I don't need to do that. That was, I mean. That, that that seemed a little bit of a little bit of a stretch to me. I don't know. Well, he still wants to do it. He's very yeah, adamant he about is, it. He is he's, very... he's pretty proud of his his idea. <laughs> and he still is like on the edge there. He's just not got no support. Chadwick Boseman is very charming, Jeremy. I I no, I I completely <laughs> agree there. Like I, I have no problem with Chadwick Boseman. He he awesome awesome guy like that was that was amazing but um yeah just to be in like a hey, thanos you don't really want to do that do you it's it's let's just move on past that idea like i don't know the uh 
the other well i think uh, i think one of the reasons why they they did that as well is uh because they wanted to make um the collector kind of the main big bad for the that story which i was glad to see because the collector in of itself like he was kind of written off as like a joke in like the other movies but in of itself he's a pretty powerful like threat and because he can collect you know literally everything he becomes like a huge threat in this um which i liked um which also i guess we can get into that later but like some bad things do happen off screen like we see whatever i'll just go like we see cap shield we see mjolnir so clearly something happened to thor and captain america in those uh in that timeline yeah yeah uh he's got hella's helmet i mean he's uh he's got quite the arsenal in that one damn box i mean yeah he's uh he's collecting some good shit that's for sure um he's got a long box instead of a short one (laughs) just for reference i literally just learned what a short box was whenever we were recording this episode so for those of you who don't know a short box and a long box are what comic book collectors use to store all their floppies or single comic Not books. Not floppy disks. Does anyone know what a floppy disk is? Did I just date myself? I about to say, now everybody's Googling, what the fuck's a floppy disk? <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was like. I didn't necessarily know what you meant by floppy, so I, you know, I yeah, took it as floppy issues. disk. So. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie. When when the when the episode started and uh, T'Challa got abducted, I was waiting for one of them to sit there and look at the other one and be like, "I've never had Taryn before, have you?" <laughs> yeah, I was like, too. To, to, to throw back. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was waiting for the comment about like, "Let's eat him." <laughs> um, I I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a good story. Uh. I didn't really dig what we did with the collector with him being all buff and whatever else. I was fine with everything else other than he was just like, just Jack. That may have been in, uh, Benicio del Toro's, uh, contract to be like, make me buff. (laughs) Maybe so. I'm glad he came back to voice him. Everybody, everybody, but I looked it up. Everybody, but Drax, everybody, but Drax was the only like everybody voice like even they freaking even got Seth Green to be Howard the Duck again. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm so looking forward to the Howard the Duck what if cuz I'm pretty sure there's one on the slate. Oh good, I hope. Like I love Howard the Duck. Yeah, I was telling my wife that there's a <laughs> I want I want to see that. There's a story where like Howard the Duck teams up with Blade to go hunt down like vampires. And yeah. Really? And there's like <laughs> they um they fight like vampires. So stop for drinks on the like way. Ducks, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I hated that, and I understand why they did it, and I understand like I get, I get it. I wish they would have come up with something different though, or at least gave it a Wakandan reason as to why he was named Star Lord. I hated that they used it. I wish they would have had a Wakandan reason for it or something relevant to Wakanda and stars and that been his name because we know MCU wise why like, like Peter Quill has the name star Lord because that's what his mama called. Yeah. Yeah. Her little star Lord in the MCU. So if you're going to base it off of that, like we know where his name came from. Like T'Challa's mama did not call him star Lord. It it didn't happen. (laughs) Not even what if, I, like, I agree. They should have had him. I don't know. Someone should have been like, I, I don't know. I, the only thing I could think of is like someone in Wakandan calls him something. And then like one of the ravagers misunderstands it. It's like, what? What'd you say? Star Lord? And he's like, no, it's this or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to call like, you know what? Make it taser face and be like, yeah, I'm going to call you Star Lord from here on out. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I will say, That'd been great. I'd have, I'd go I, I will. It. Yeah, I I agree with you because I was like, it doesn't make any sense for him to be called Star Lord. But I will say, 
I got over that because I just loved the scene where they recreate with him stealing the the orb, the power stone. Yes. And Digimon Hasu's character, who I can't think, and he's like, "It's Star Lord." <laughs> you know the legendary outlaw and i was just like god damn that's funny <laughs> should we bow or, or, or do we kneel <laughs> are you sure you sure you want me to hit harder oh i i love that guy and i and he's a walker between worlds too as well oh um, yeah because he plays the the wizard in shazam and uh i think he does something else too, yeah he's he? He's, in something He's else been in Constant, the movie Constantine, uh, which I don't think at the time. Oh yeah, he played Papa yeah, Midnight. Uh, he's he's been in a lot of things. He's great. Uh, I I don't know yes. if I'm pronouncing his name. It looks like Digimon Hansu. Um, but yeah, he's he's That's he's exactly. great. Yeah, he plays the Shiz- <laughs> the Wizard Shazam. Um. I, I love the Thanos stuff. I thought that was great. I love that every time he got a chance to to share his his idea of fixing the galaxy, they're like, isn't that genocide? And he's like, no, because it's by random. <laughs> it's always like the beauty of it is because it's random. Okay. Right, right. <laughs> um, I love they got Josh Brolin. I forgot about that. They got Josh Brolin to come back for that. So I thought that was great. I'm glad he he came back to do that. Where was Gamora? Uh, we'll find out later, I assume, because I've seen her, I've seen her in the trailers. Uh, yeah, there's a what if in the trailer where it's like, what if Gamora was Thanos? Like, because she's wearing like kind of like Thanos s armor. I don't know if that's tying into this one. I took it as Jeremy is like because of what, like at some point when Star Lord met up with Thanos he didn't get to Gamora's planet and did, you know, what we saw in uh, Infinity War where he, like, kills half yeah. of the planet um, with his uh, black guard. And, yeah, I assume just because of whatever happened, like, he did whatever he did to Nebula, um, but Gamora, I guess, didn't happen is the way I took it. I mean, oh, the other thing, too. Yeah, because, he's, because he became Star-Lord... Drax's family is friggin' still alive. Oh yeah, yeah. Whenever they said that, and he took the picture, and they said he said for his wife yeah. and daughter, I was like, oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. and like, yeah. yeah, it was, it was. Uh, whenever you talking about, um, oh, he was like all on a day's work, and he was like six, six days. <laughs> <laughs> like Drax told him, like correct me. I think it was six, either three or yeah. six, something like that. But yeah, I thought that was funny. I thought Gamora had happened, but because because he he still called um, Nebula daughter, and uh, it was nice to see Nebula with hair. By the way, I wish yeah. they would have done red hair to match yeah. uh, Karen. Was it Gillian? Gillian? Karen Gillian. Um, she's hilarious. Yeah, by she the way, is. I wish they I wish they'd done red hair. Yeah. Um, oh, you're right, man. That would have been better. And like, because in the movies, Gamora was taken as a child and it seems like Gamora and Nebula pretty much were raised together. I just, just, I just always assumed they were around the same age. And therefore, you know, basically when Thanos was talked out of his, you know, uh, random state genocide that the Black Order and Nebula and all of them pretty much just, just dismantled just just went their own ways and did their own thing that's what i assume um so but yeah that is that is true with nebula and them yeah and i guess uh after what t'challa did in like converting her dad is what kindled that flame cha-cha yeah i love that (laughs) i love that she calls him (laughs) cha-cha Which uh, talking about the the Black Order, they took down Thanos like pretty easy. That kind of bugged me because I was just like, yeah, Thanos had the Space Stone and the Power Stone, but I was like, Thanos just straight up whooped like Hulk in Infinity War, and I don't know, like the fact that like uh, 
was it Cole Obsidian and who was it? Proxima Midnight and Cole Obsidian. I forget who was there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, just straight up like kill Thanos or actually I don't did they kill him? I can't remember. I think he dies. No. Anyway, he didn't die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well then never mind then. No, because remember he saved or they jumped into the that's ship right. in Nebula. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he was in Wakanda talking about his, his yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. To, to what's her name? <laughs> um, yeah, I I I took Michonne. it more as like <laughs> that one dude's probably the equivalent of the Hulk, and then you've got Proxima Midnight on the other side, and they're like, you know, not doing like the widows did in Black Widow. They're actually like <laughs> tag teaming, beating his ass at the same time. <laughs> they're actually <Yeah>. quickly <laughs> attack him all at once. It's more effective. This is not Batman. All of this at one time. All of us. So, but yeah, I, I see exactly what, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, you would think, uh, almost like he's gotten soft or something like that. Like, you would think he he would see what was going on and he would just start tra- turning and trading licks and shit. So, but hey, you know, shit happened. <laughs> Gotta get saved by Nebula. Yeah. I like so. the, the triple cross. That's some pretty powerful dust. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just for a few little specs. <laughs> yeah, what I'm wanting to know is, is that still around in the, the whatever, sacred timeline? Because uh, they yeah. should just use that all the time. <laughs> whatever the, I forget what they're called, like God Seeds or something like that. Embers of Genesis. That's it, yeah, Genesis, Embers of Genesis. Look at me. Good pull, Jeremy. Hot damn. <laughs> Got a one up on y'all, <laughs> but yeah, I loved. I I really enjoyed it. What do y'all think about the? Uh, it wasn't necess- It wasn't a stinger. They don't have stingers on these. No. I don't think. Um, but just the 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 very end of it where, uh, ego walks in and and Peter Quill sitting there mopping the damn floor like a Peter is a <laughs> like a yeah peon. Peter is a uh fast food employee that just like cleans up i love that he's still at that dairy queen <laughs> yeah exactly I, I that's hilarious to me oh shit i didn't even put that together uh-huh. that's even funnier now yeah, that's the, <laughs> where that seed was planted back yeah there. it was in the dairy queen yeah yeah um oh, i just shit. love that two points jeremy <laughs> on roll you are <laughs> oh I, I I'm hoping we get an episode with them. I mean, I, I want to know what happens. Like, yeah. surely they're not going to just leave all of us hanging at every. Ep- they're going to connect all these. Like, I, I would think they're they're going to connect all these. We're not going to just get left hanging. I don't know, man. Like, we got left hanging at the end of of the first episode with you know what are you going to do with Sharon Carter, and and now we're we're left hanging at the end of this one. Uh, I think mainly with the quill aspect of it. I think T'Challa, you know, they, they kind of finished that story up, I think. Um, but can definitely use him another place. They at least got him on earth now. Yeah. I, I, uh, the other thing I, I wanted to mention when they're having the final battle with, uh, the collector, I really wanted, uh, for some reason there to be in that Wakandan spacecraft, like a black Panther suit. I really wanted him to like suit yeah. up in it and then like fight the collector in like the black Panther outfit. Um, I think that would have been really cool to see. Yes. that. Oh my God. That'd been dope. I love that. They take the dog with them. Yeah. Cosmo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was really cool. I, I also like, I mentioned it. Howard the duck. I like that. We get like an actual, like, Howard the Duck and freaking T'Challa like walking around talking. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just thought that was really funny. Um I, I do I do wish uh <laughs> I do wish T'Challa would have started dancing or something and, and pulled the whole dance off thing again or something along that way. Uh, <laughs> and he'd be like, What are you doing? I'm distracting <laughs> you, turd blossom. <laughs> it's dance off, bro. But he does like Wakandan oh. dance maneuvers. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's funny there at the end too. Like um, at the whenever they're all in, 
Wakanda, and I forget his name, but it's the it's the other Ravager, you know, that like even in in uh, in Guardians, like he was the one that stuck with Yondu. Oh name. yeah, Sean Gunn's character. I forget his name yeah. as well. It's his little uh, the him talking about the the jumps and like it, how they're fun, but they screw up your face and everything. Like that will call back to all the seven hundred jumps that they did. Yeah. Oh, that was a good episode. I liked it. I'm ready for the next one. I think that's what. Uh, I think it's tomorrow night. It's tomorrow. Yeah, it's tomorrow night. Yeah, it is tomorrow. So. Yeah, I think it's fun watching them just to see. What all? I mean, I mean, I know it's just one other way that it, things could happen, but just seeing that, that it's just just fun, kind of living a different different moment. Yeah, that's that's why I like. That's why I kind of didn't like the first one. That's why I like what ifs a lot of the times. Uh, DC does one called Else Worlds, and there's times you know where you know they'll do like what if Superman was Batman and um stuff like that uh they don't actually call it what if but it's that type of scenario and uh i like it it's just a cool kind of story yeah that uh that red sun book you got for me oh, Jeremy? yeah 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 the one you haven't read it's you know sitting somewhere and yeah. yeah it's got uh-huh. cheese it's got cheese in it now <laughs> from the first episode <laughs> callbacks everyone that's the elseworld book <laughs> he's got peanut butter in the second half <laughs> why did you say- you said that very seductively. <laughs> yep. Peanut butter means a lot to him. It does, it does mean a lot to him. A whole, whole lot. Um, I, I can see watching What If again, like during MCU dry spells, where there's just, there's a big gap in between, you know, yeah. either the next TV show or the next movie or whatever the case is. Like I could sit there and just throw What If it on and, and it curbed my MCU hunger. Yeah. You know, I think it was intended to be that way, but because of the pandemic, everything kept getting pushed back. And now we just got this glut with like all the different shows. And then the movies are like coming out, like seems like every other month now. Yeah. I'm glad they moved it to Wednesdays and I'm glad that we're doing one episode a week. I'm glad we're not doing the whole drop. Yeah. I, I, I'm cool with the, the two when they, when they first did WandaVision, it was like two or three episodes you got. Cause they were 30 minutes a piece. I was cool with that, um, but yeah, I, I'm enjoying this the, that format, that old school format. Of, yeah, you know, I was about to say thing. like, you know, there's part of me that loves just binge watching it all because like you, you know, we, we you get those cliffhangers and you just want to go ahead and finish it all, and so you don't have to sit there and wait. But it, everybody's been so um, saturated with just all these every season like these seasons that would just get released all at once or in like all on netflix and all that kind of stuff it's just nice that it's actually nice actually remembering you know watching these shows and being left and you're like oh my gosh you're like until next time like kind of thing like that's <laughs> i yeah uh, I, I love actually doing that like there's you know there's still obviously part of me that wants to wishes that it just some things like especially like loki if they would have just went ahead and released them all uh, but at the same time i'm glad that they didn't i'm glad that they kept it the way that they did just to keep that feel with it man if they had released loki like that it would have fucked me up so bad because there's <laughs> no way in hell i'd have been able to watch all that shit at one time and then i'd, I'd have to stay off instagram and whatever the fuck else because it, it would have been ruined. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, you you touched it a little bit on that, Michael. I think they do it for two reasons. One, it keeps people talking about it week to week. Like, you know, there's no more Game of Thrones sort of television anymore where the what, what they call the water cooler talk where uh, people, you know, talk about it at work. Hey, did you see last night's episode? So I think one, they learned with uh, like some shows had slowly started doing that. And they tested the waters, I think, with uh, some of their Star Wars um, shows, uh, specifically The Mandalorian. And I think it keeps them doing it week to week. You know, people, it's in the zeitgeist. People are talking about it and everything. And then, two, I think what Michael said is it cuts down on spoilers. So, you know, I mean, my the only thing that does suck is there are crazy people who stay up like tonight 
and wait till like 2 a.m. when it drops because I get like uh, my wife and I don't uh, watch it till basically Friday because we just want to watch something at the end of the week. Uh, but like the thing I get irritated with is like I'll go into like YouTube the next morning and there's like a friggin' like a uh, clickbait little like shot of like something that happened in the episode. I'm like, well, that got spoiled for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and it 100%, you know, if Loki had been dropped, like, don't get me wrong, I love to binge certain things. Uh, my wife and I were, she's made me watch Supernatural and we've been binging all of that. Oh, geez. And, uh, yeah, the 100% like the Kang stuff at the end of Loki would have been spoiled like the very next day. Like it had been all over social media and like probably like websites uh, talking about how like Kang has been revealed, you know, in Loki and it would have just sucked. It would have ruined the experience. I know we, we yeah. say this as we spoil things in this podcast. But <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you're warned beforehand. I do it every time. Warned beforehand. Um, it also would have messed up my book productivity. So <laughs> there's the real reason. <laughs> yeah. There's the real reason. Uh all right. Anything else? Nope. I think that's it. Okay. Cool. Well, thank you all very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Um I hope y'all enjoyed the episode and uh, we'll catch y'all next time. Somewhere in the multiverse. Maybe. Somewhere. Yeah, okay, why not? <laughs> Over the rainbow. <laughs> Too bad this might spell the end of the world, but that's a story for another day.